0: of your dose of death podcast as always i am lauren it is just me today just kind of giving you the end of the month updates of course this episode is out on halloween so happy halloween to everyone who is celebrating whether you're trick-or-treating whether you're going to a halloween party um, or whether you're just staying at home enjoying the last of some halloween movies or anything like that um happy halloween from your dose of death podcast Um, I know I had talked about on the last episode that we were working on getting the honorable Judge Joe Dredd um, on this very show. Unfortunately, just schedules couldn't line up to have him on for this episode. So um, we are working towards a new date. Um, We're definitely going to have him and his attorney, Steven Jury, on. We definitely want both of them to um, really give us their insight and in their perception in the world of deathmatch wrestling, it's definitely an interesting lens to go about. So um we are working towards a new date. Um that being said, um I cannot guarantee that it is the next episode, but hopefully it is. Um, we do have two weeks from Halloween to make sure this happens. So I am working very hard to make sure that happens. And of course Mike will be on with us as well. Um, couldn't make it for today. We just scheduling wise just could not get to work. That is okay. The as the great day macho says, our good friend, roll with the punches. So, um that's kind of some initial updates for all the listeners. That being said though, I want to get into some news because deathmatch tournament fall deathmatch tournament season is sprinkled here, like here and there there are some tournaments to talk about. Um first of of course GCW is bringing the NGI back. To Atlantic City for New Year's weekend. Um, I'm not going to take the time on this podcast, nor should I, to address um, the unfortunate decision to not bring it back to Chicago. Because um, if you head on over to the GCW Patreon and to the listen to the podcast there, Brett Lauderdale will tell you exactly what happened. I don't need to repeat that, and I won't. Um, I don't want to beat a dead horse. That. Um, Unfortunately, it's not going to be in Chicago. Um, we hope it's in Chicago next year. Um, and that's really all i got to say on it. I'm not going to feed into the negativity. I'm not going to feed into any of the uh, mass hysteria that has come with it. Um, it is unfortunate. But you know what? I'm not going to complain. Um, I want to be positive about this. It's the NGI. The, wherever it is, whoever they can do it and be able to do it to the fullest of their ability is going to be where they run it. And unfortunately, that just wasn't in the cards for the Windy City this year. So, alas, um, I want to just kind of get into the first four entrants. You can still buy tickets at GCWNGI8.eventbrite.com. Curtis, thank you to GCW's Twitter for making that available. But the first four entrants of the NGI 8s have been announced. Uh, I'm going to go off of the order that they were announced in. So, Risa Sarah, of course, of prominence and ice ribbon fame, making her way to the States. I know she's already been in the States for a little bit, but she will finally do a death match in the United States, courtesy of Game Changer Wrestling. Huge, huge moment um, for prominence and huge moment for Japanese women's death match wrestling. Of course, Rini Yamashita has been the trailblazer, of course, but. Um, we are so ecstatic to have Risa Sarah in the States doing a deathmatch. So um, I'm excited for her. The next up is someone who is a kind of an upstart over the last year or so. Daiju Wakamatsu. Um, or, of course, one of Michael Serena's favorite Japanese deathmatch wrestlers. I love tell, saying that. Um, he is definitely someone who will surprise people. This is also his American deathmatch debut. Um, really cannot go wrong with Wakamatsu I think he's a definitely an interesting mix into this NGI lineup um with these first four entrants I, there's kind of an underlying theme I'll get to in just a little bit um uh, then of course someone who really impressed me at least during the GCW TNT shows and her ultraviolet title match with reading that kind of cemented potentially a spot here and she got the spot Emerson Jane. Um, I don't know much about her. I mean, the UK deathmatch scene, I think we kind of already know um, how good it is and how many great people have come out of it. So um, really cannot complain about um, how she has done. And I mean, I feel like there's potential here with her. So Emerson Jane making her another American deathmatch debut here. At the NGIA, You're, I'm, I'm going to tell you the, the underlying theme of NGI is very interesting this year. Um, and last but not least, someone this is if you were to like come up with names that could potentially be in the storm, this is one that was so far out of left field, but a pleasant surprise on the list. Jacob Fatu, Jacob, yes, Jacob Fatu, the former MLW World Champion is in the NGI 8. Out of everyone on this list that I've named, I don't think he I think he has the least amount of deathmatch experience. And I wouldn't necessarily say that's a bad thing either. That's just that is just how the dice rolls with him. So um it's just a very interesting selection. And it's a very opportunistic selection, which brings me to what I believe is the kind of the theme of this year's NGI. That's opportunity. This is an opportunistic lineup so far. You have three people who have never even been in the United States for deathmatch wrestling. You have a someone who is very well known across the independent wrestling landscape and Jacob Fatu doing a deathmatch for NGI. I mean, considering what else is going on, And I'll get to that a little bit later. Um, Again, this is a very, very opportunistic NGI. and I like that it isn't just the usual suspects. I I do see Irina Yamashita being in this. I potentially see a Jami Murdoch, maybe even Sawyer Ruck, and maybe one other person to round out the field of eight. It could be even 12 for all I know. Um, but NGI, nonetheless, so far, is a very opportunistic roster. And I like, again, as I, as I said, I like that it isn't just the usual suspects. And I think a lot of fans, they may be saying who, but there's going to be a lot of people that are very impressed with Reese's air There's going to be a lot of people that are going to be impressed with Wakamatsu, with Emerson, Jane, and with all four. So, um, again, New Year's weekend at in at the showboat, the terminal in Atlantic City. Um it is going to be a very interesting weekend, nonetheless. And, of course, GCW is running the aftermath, kind of like the aftermath of NGI the next day. I've been hearing rumors about a potential dream match. Apparently, June Kasai is set to make an announcement about his potential future with GCW in the coming weeks. Once we get that announcement and once we get the confirmation of whatever that may be, we will definitely let you, the listeners, know Um I will say this. I would not be surprised if we get Nick Gage, June Kasai, New Year's weekend. I would not be surprised. I would honestly just, I'd be thrilled that we are finally getting this match. This is, I mean, and one-on-one. I mean, it, it, we really got a tease of that during war games. And, I mean, if, if that is the direction that is being, that we are headed to, Every deathmatch fan, every American wrestling fan, every enthusiast that has ever wanted to be in, be into the deathmatch genre will have their eyes, their ears, their brains, everything peeled to the this match. Um, there is not a lot else I could say about it because I mean, because I fought Moxley this year, Cork and Hall. That is that was a huge moment for Moxley. Even if the man has won WWE championships, the man has been in AEW. Like that is a moment to him. Nick Gage has wanted that this match with Kasai because the last time he wrestled Kasai was with John Zandig in a in a random parking lot for a BJW show. It has been a long, long, long time coming for this. So that's kind of where I'm thinking. Again, I I cannot confirm if this is the case, but. I'm just making a speculative guess so that is the G7 New Year's weekend um, that's really the biggest news coming deathmatch wise out of GCW but I want to also get to the, uh, the tournament that happened a few nights ago um, with with the um, with H2O having the fourth edition of Tremont's Deathmatch tournament. Um really was uh it's death Deathmatch turn four. Um I, I need to I will say I do need to watch it, but I of course I want to give a huge congratulations to a former guest on this very show. Um everyone's rest favorite deathmatch auntie, Mickey Knuckles. I am so ecstatic that she won this tournament. Um she has worked so hard over the last year. I always get an absolute thrill seeing her whenever I do. Um I'm I'm so happy, but this was a great, great tournament. I mean, you had Mickey Knuckles, Neil Diamond Cutter, Danny D'AMATO, Tommy Vendetta, M3, Hardway Heaters, Sean Campbell, Um Lucky 13, Christian Ross, Chando, Bam Sullivan, Mouse, and Ron Bats Jr. in this tournament. There was some there was just some great stuff here. This was I mean, um, there was a very Interesting. Um, also, Tim Donst was in it. Um, this was a, a very well-rounded tournament. And I'm very happy to see that Tremont has stuck with the Tremont's Deathmatch tournament with, to make it a part of the H2O calendar. Um, again, I implore you guys to go watch it. It's on IWTV. Um, H2O, of course, coming off a real successful um, weekend with the Deathmatch tournament as well as the Bound by Blood Um the other big thing I want to kind of get to is IWTV is putting out this um, this death of film, like a, a legitimate like feature length presentation with Cruel and on It's like a cinematic death match. Um, it's a or a cinematic death match or like a buried alive match. But I I, I kind of got a sneak peek from Cruel when I picked him up from the airport. Not trying to break too much kayfabe there. Just showed me a screen. No if ands, or buts about it. Um, I will say, though, this is a big step for IWTV. Again, IWTV, as you know, they have been leaning towards the deathmatch genre over the last few years. With, of course, the rise of IWTV No Holds Bar, which we'll get to in a little bit. As well as H2O. Um, DMDU as well was kind of a big part of it in the international sense. Um it's Going to be very interesting this whole cinematic match. Um, I love the idea about it, I love the way they're going. It's a, it's a cool Halloween kind of thing. Um, I'm very excited to see it. I hope you guys are too. Um, and then we'll also, t- I kind of want to also talk about something that was um addressed to me because I want there are people that I need to kind of Give more attention to and give them their flowers because they are doing some really awesome stuff. It is – um so Spooky Dust Podcast, based out of Detroit, Michigan, is a um, – they are doing a um, – they're doing this like Monsters of Deathmatch special through IWTV. It's a really cool idea. Um, I love the idea like where they've really kind of peered into different sections – of the deathmatch world. So it's called the famous monsters of deathmatch. A very interesting card. Um, where they, they have like different themes. They have different stuff. And um, some good friends of mine are in this um, whole thing. So I want to go through the card real quick. It's um, blue. There's a blue October deathmatch. With CJ Lawler versus nathan mori the ghetto freak show death match with jj escobar versus the tarzanian devil tarzan duran the blair witch death match alex Stretch versus the sadistic sean lawhorn and and for the dmdu world championship there's the destroy all monsters death match with joel bateman versus mad dog versus the champion vixen um then we got Mike White's mystery Deathmatch match surprise for Total Fucking Chaos Inc. I have no idea. That sounds really cool though. And then um, also the last but not least, the Eloise Asylum Deathmatch match with the dirty white boy Chuck Stein versus, of course, our good friend and your dose of death athlete, the Carnivore and Roar. This actually is going to be I, by the time this comes out, it'll have already premiered on IWTV. So this is kind of like a devil's night, but it's gonna it's basically featuring um stars from True Wrestling Underground, POR, and Deathmatch Done Under. And so you really get an interest, so you get two really interesting things that um that we're going with here with the um with the deathmatch landscape. So IWTV again, kudos to them. Kudos to Spooky Dust Podcast for getting this all together. That's a huge deal, in my opinion, to see a deathmatch podcast get on a medium such as iwtv um i love supporting the content creators on this so really is a really cool opportunity for them so um congrats to spooky dust for getting that accomplished um but yeah so it should be out for everyone halloween day but it is a um it is basically like a cinematic deathmatch kind of thing so um, again, cinematic deathmatches. Did not think that those would be making a trend in 2023, but hey, nonetheless, I am all about it. So, um, can't to see how those come out. So, then um, I want to get to ICW No Holds Bart, of course. Um, the Chicago shows were a hit. Great stuff from the Chicago shows. Um, kind of wanted to get into it. Of course, kind of the big news December 16th, um, they're coming back to the Hard Ballroom. But Sammy Callahan accepted finally Matt Tremont's open, cha- or not open challenge, but a challenge for a match. And of course, as many of you know, Sammy Callahan just recently left Impact Wrestling. So he's a free agent and nonetheless is a humongous, humongous um, match. Never thought that this would actually be happening. And I mean, and it's not like Sammy Callahan left the hardcore world. Excuse me, but he's more so basically um, has, he's been around like the hardcore stuff and he's been around like doing like some barbed wire stuff. But I mean, I don't know what, I don't know what is in store for this. So this is a very, very wild match announcement by Dane DeMount's own company, but of course at the hard ballroom. Make sure you get those tickets at nhb56.eventbite.com. A um, few second rows are left as of four days ago. They may have already been gone. Um, but either way, it's going to be a really big um, night, December 16th. Um, while, and then looking at other announcements, let me just pull it up here. Give me a second. Recently, um, the P, so PFX is um, back. November, so NHB weekend is back in Chattanooga. Saturday the 17th and then the 18th of November um, at the TWW Arena. Make sure you buy those tickets at back to chat, C-H-A-T-T dot Just making sure you guys know where to go to buy your tickets. Um, So it is going to be a big one. But, of course, kind of like the biggest thing. Um, also, as many of you know, February 2024, icw no holds barred and rise will work together once again as part of the games of death weekend finally kind of the dark cloud of the uk death net scene has been lifted i know there's been a few things already um but this is so this is big you get no holds barred back over in the uk for all my uk friends go enjoy um uh, tiny vendetta was recently announced for games of death weekend um but we I mean I'm looking elsewhere as well. Um I for NHB 55, um that Chattanooga wig and I see Tommy Vendetta in M3 versus Sean Campbell and Harvey Heater. That's gonna be awesome. I'm glad we're getting a tag team match in the chains. I've been kind of wanting one for a little bit. We haven't had one in a while, but I am very much excited for that. That's kind of really where we are with no holds barred as well. Um just a lot here as well. I'm just looking kind of. Excuse me. Please bear with me. Um, yeah. It's really kind of like the two big news. With. Um, no holds barred. Um, and then of course. I want to get to the other death match tournament. That's happening during. The. Um, during. New Year's weekend. Um, let me just pull it up because there's a lot of names on this, and I just so December 30th, King of the Death Match, which of course, as many of you know, the news Circle Six inherited the King of the Death Match name, um, from Ian Ron and Ida Mid South per his blessing, and they are running it at the Don Quixote in LA. So if you're in LA, December 30th, get your butt down there. Um. If, so there, there's two coasts, two deathmatch tournaments, crazy times in the deathmatch world. So I'm gonna go through kind of the names, and I kind of want to. I'll give my opinion on how the field is shaping up. So Nate Webb, Atticus Koger, Mao, if you know him from DDT, he is gonna be in this tournament. Um, also got Pagano, got AJ Gray, um, Journey Fatu is in this tournament. Of course, the Bev, Bobby Beverly, and Clint Margera, which I'm so excited that Clint Margera is in this tournament. And um, Matt Stryker is going to be on play-by-play for this show. Absolutely insane. Um, and um, the other big news with Circle 6, I'm just kind of going through some one of my sources here. Circle Six is going to be running a um, Barroom Blitz slash New Fear City show in Yokohama, Japan on November 6th. And basically, Casanova Valentine will be doing his first ever Japanese tour. That is a really cool thing. And also, I want to point out that if you guys have been waiting for um, the seven tapings, they are starting to come out on Fight Plus. Um, so that is a really interesting. So Circle Six has some stuff in the chamber, and they're finally getting some stuff out. I know, I know. With the way that the King of the Death Match, I know there's more names to be announced. That was a very like, okay, these are your players, and it, it's not like I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna say I don't like this roster. It's a good roster. It's you got Nate Webb back in the Death Match, team, you got Mao. You've got Atticus, of course, you got the Bev, who I think has become really the ace in the hole for um, Circle Six in terms of deathmatch wrestling. Um it's just it's there. And I mean it's gonna be interesting to see how they format that. And Matt Stryker and commentary. I kind of always had a soft spot for Matt Stryker as a commentator. I thought he was great. I loved Lucha Underground, so sorry. I just I love Matt Stryker and Lucha Underground. So it's going to be interesting to see him in a deathmatch setting. I don't know if he's ever really done commentary for a deathmatch. If anyone can, like, give me the, the details, please do. I mean, technically, he did do a deathmatch. Now I think about with the, swir- with the kill shot Dante Fox match at Lucha Underground. But, like, that was recorded and then they did the production stuff. So um, it's going to be interesting. It's definitely some opportunity. And, of course, that, that Yokohama, that's a big deal. I mean... Cool, really cool to see American Deathmatch guys go to Japan. Um, also want to give a shout out to RPW. Of course, I talked last time about I'll be um, filming and go, making my um, official non fan Detroit debut working for Ruthless Pro at the No Ring show. Um, Great. If you didn't get to watch the Devil's Night Urban Harvest show from um, a few weeks ago, watch it. Real fun stuff. The tag match with the Bruisers and um, Dale Patrick and Eric Dillinger was freaking awesome. Um, The Kamikaze match, um, so exciting. Ecstatic, exciting. All a bunch of words about Remington Roar winning the Kamikaze belt. Tommy Vendetta winning the Rust Belt Championship. And, of course, Hoodfoot Mo Atlas winning the RPW Heavyweight Championship. So there is a lot to like with RPW right now. There's The, the train does not stop for them. I think when it comes to Midwest deathmatch promotions that are on a bigger scale and doing something consistent, RPW is definitely near the top of the list. Um, so it is very interesting to see what they do moving forward. Um, and, of course, um, per Chris Cullenberg. They are going to be coming back to Berwin Eagles next year. Um, they haven't st- revealed the dates yet, but it'll be more than once in the year. And I think that is a big win for Chicago Deathmatch Wrestling to have someone um, come back consistently for um, some good old deathmatch wrestling in Chicago. We've kind of been a little starved. I mean, yes, there's Circle Six. Yes, there's No Holds Barred. Um, but like to, I mean, to literally have. A few promotions watched to dedicate themselves to the Chicago deathmatch scene, the Illinois deathmatch scene for that matter. Thank you. So, um, it's really cool. And I think Bertwin Eagles, it's so crazy that for years they never host, they've never really hosted a full fledged deathmatch show till 2023. But hey, um, sometimes you just gotta wait your turn and do the right things and you'll be rewarded for it. So, um, Kudos to Chris and the crew, and, um, thank, and I can't thank them enough for letting me um, come out to Dearborn, Michigan to film for that No Ring show coming up next – or er, December. Gosh. I thought I was almost November by the time I recorded this, but no. So um, that's really kind of all I have. Of course, um, some other people that I'm definitely going to be talking to. Um, I've been in talks with Vixen about coming on this very show. We just kind of need to work on dates and just see where they are. Um, the other one that I really am looking forward to, it just I've been all over the place myself, so apologies. Just scheduling, I have to really just kind of hit the grindstone and get to scheduling. Um, is Jack Bennett? Um, Jack is someone who I have admired and respected. Who um, literally I think didn't have his like first legitimate death match. Really like went to Japan and was a guest at Sakuda's no ring show the die the deathmatch innovative element shows and um basically um i kind of want to have him on to really talk about being in his first year or so um as a deathmatch wrestling to give you guys percept- perceptive of his journey to deathmatch wrestling so a lot of the chamber a lot we're working on um as mike talked about last week we will get out the king's road wrestling Deathmatch awards, hopefully. And we definitely will be um, putting them out here on this very podcast. And, of course, you can go to King's World Wrestling on Instagram to um, to really talk, to really um, get you guys. We want as many people as a part of those awards as best as possible. So um, that's really, I think, all we have. Again, um, I'm not sure if I'm going to be at... Um, New Year's in Atlantic City. The hope is that I am. Um, So just looking at stuff and seeing where things are in my life. um, Hopefully I will be there. Um, But as you already know, I will be earlier in the month in Michigan. So if you're going to be at that RPW show, feel free to say hi while while I'm not working. And... um, I think that really that's it. I mean, just kind of want to get this little end of the month update and some more deathmatch news out there for you guys because you deserve the best from us. And um, yeah, and if you want to, of course, buy merch, feel free to buy merch at Deathmatch Worldwide. It's under your Dose of Death podcast, or you can go to the Count Out Network um, as well to buy merch. And you also make sure that um, you head on over to the Count Out Patreon. For $5, you get all the awesome content you can get. And um, not to spoil anything, but I did a really fun thing with, of course, Ryan Knightsey. Um, You're just going to have to kind of find out what it is. It was really fun. It was something that I didn't expect to do, but I did it. Um, But it is probably one of the best content sourced Patreons you can ask for for such an affordable price in this economy. $5.00 um, is for what we provide you. Just do it. Trust me. You'll thank me later. So, um, that is really all I got. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of your dose of death podcast. Happy Halloween. Um, have a, have a good rest of your day, night, or whenever you listen to this. Thank you guys. a countout podcast.